0: Hello and welcome to The Missing Ingredient with Gwen. I'm your host, Gwen. And today I want to talk to you about how to start inviting some creativity into your life. And I know you might be thinking this doesn't apply to you, but last week I talked about why this is important and why it might be one of the most important things that is missing in our adult life. And the impact that it has, which is very real. I promise. And this week I wanted to share some ideas on how to bring it into your real life. Because I know you're super busy and I know that this will have impact for you. So just hang tight. Don't turn this off just because you think I am not a creative person. Stick with me. I will walk you through it. Okay? Quickly, though, I wanted to recap, sort of give you an overview of last week. This thing that happens for many adults, myself it happened to, many of my clients, and it's this lack of balance and fun, like real deal fun in our adult life. And it's one of the main factors that makes us feel like crap and kind of pushes us towards overdoing quick and easy dopamine hits. And genuinely forgetting how to do real deal feel good things that are very unique and personal to each one of us. Things that make us feel alive and sparkly and vibrant as an adult. Things that make us want to feel healthy so we naturally choose actions that support our health and well-being. And Don't run away. Stay here because it doesn't matter if you're thinking that you don't have a stitch of creativity in your body. That is totally fine. Doesn't matter if you're fully committed to your stick figure drawings. I don't care if you're colorblind. None of that matters because this isn't about being good at something necessarily. It's about doing something that will make you feel alive. Okay? (laughs) which is totally different than being really good at something. And it's about this self-discovery and exploration based on being shite at things and that just being fine. Because the ultimate goal is to feel good physically, mentally, and emotionally, and to have a balanced and joyful life that makes those things easy for you. That feels like a place that you want to hang out in. We want to create a life that you want to hang out in, right? And that happens because we become very intentional. Now listen, last week I talked a lot about how this is very evident in the youth, in our children, in young kids. They're just naturally challenging themselves creatively constantly and never are we judging their ability or their skills. We're just like, yes, express yourself. Be weird. Go for it. Today, it's about building kind of a weird ass creative practice as an adult, even if you don't consider yourself a creative person. This is about starting. It's not only possible for anyone, no matter what their creative talents are. And can be a super good or a super weird time and both of those things are cool, right? A lot of times we think that we need to be very comfortable and that's going to create that happiness and that joy. But listen, we have to live a little bit outside of our comfort to feel that sense of vibrancy and that sense of zhuzh and zesty, sparkly goodness. That is where that comes from. All right. Yes, we do want to be relaxing and chill and content, but that only happens when we also have that balance of like, whoa, this is weird, or I'm sucking at this and that's funny. Anyways, let's get into this framework for building a creative practice in your life. And if you do want to understand why On a deeper level, this is more important to you. Go back and listen to last week's episode. But all you really need to know is if you're out there feeling like you're over-consuming things that don't create a positive gain in your life, like drinks or food or screens or whatever, this is work you will want to do. So stay open, my love. All right, let's go. Number one you need to embrace the beginner's mind. The first step is to let go of all of your preconceived notions about creativity and all of the things that you've been told. (laughs) Embrace the concept of the beginner's mind, where curiosity reigns and there's no expectations, right? Approach creativity with openness and a willingness to learn and for it to be weird and actually suck at something. Little kids constantly suck at everything they do, so they're not precious about things and just flail about. They're often laughing and being weird and exploring something new because it smells or tastes or looks interesting, or they're totally freaked out by it, and that's fine too. But none of it is a big deal. Then, as we age, we get very concerned about how other people perceive us. My 11-year-old is starting into this Already, he's at that place in life, and I'm watching his life start to look like less and less fun, honestly. And actually, he is too. He's very smart in realizing that getting older actually looks like less fun. Unlike my eight year old daughter, who is pretty much absolutely positive that adulting just immediately means she'll be an an instant millionaire and get to wear all the coolest clothes and no Taylor Swift. In order to Start doing something creative, we need to be willing to suck at it. That is it. And remember that creativity is defined as the use of imagination or original ideas to create something, right? The use of your imagination or original idea to create something. That doesn't mean that You can't get inspiration from somewhere and nowhere in that does it say it can only be painting or creative writing or whatever. It's using your imagination and coming up with something. It can be anything from setting up a new vignette on your table. I once had a client I've talked about this before, who set out a new vignette every night as a conversation starter for her and her husband on their dining room table. She said sometimes it would be the weirdest things like a tape measure and a pair of wire cutters and a lace doily thing. And <laughs> they would just, I don't know. I love that. It's so genius to me. Or it can be cooking something different or planning your garden or a gratitude walk with your camera. Like whatever. Whatever. Don't let the concept of creativity freak you out. There's an entry point for literally every single person on the planet, okay? Number two, start small. Begin with small, manageable steps. All of my clients will tell you that I am a huge promoter of small, simple starts. The easier you make it, with the least amount of pressure and life disruption, the more likely you are to do it. This applies to changing your diet or changing your bedtime routine or starting a creative practice. It's blanket strategy. You don't need a fully equipped art studio to start your creative journey. Maybe starting for you is just getting some paint swatches, a design book, a coloring book, or signing up for ukulele lessons. Come on! The key is to start Regardless of the scale, figure out your entry point into this. This, my sweet love, is how we succeed. We make it doable. We show up consistently. We build a habit. And then naturally, that habit becomes bigger and more important to us. All right. Number three, schedule creative time. Because life can be hectic. And I absolutely get it. I am deeply compassionate to that, to this fact, especially because most of my clients are busy ass women working bad ass jobs, including, you know, entrepreneurs and parenting and women who run hospitals and university programs and design bridges and many, many women who have recently retired and are trying to figure out that weird transition. All right. It's real deal busy times. I get it. And also, I know you've somehow got approximately four or five hours a day of screen time going on. All right? So don't even come at me right now with, you don't have time to schedule this. But I absolutely guarantee you that this will be the least important thing on your schedule. And the absolute first thing to be ditched. I guarantee it. Okay? <laughs> but my love, it is also essential It's like a tiny thread that connects you to something interesting and fun and weird and silly and useless. And all of those things are what remind you you're a human, a real deal human and not a robot. And you can have fun, enjoy your life. And even when you're a serious A-type high achiever with zero fucking time for wasting time, you still want to have those threads connecting you to yourself so schedule your shit and tell yourself it's important every damn day (laughs) treat it with the same importance as any other commitment whether it's five minutes a day or a couple hours a week consistency is key to developing a creative habit it's the consistency to developing all habits And your creative habit is your lifeline back to being cool. Listen, you're not cool out there, all right? (laughs) If you don't have things in your life that are cool, you're just a woman and a cog doing all the things. I know because I've been there. And it's not fun and it's not interesting. And you feel that and I feel that and nobody wants that. I don't want that for you. I don't want it for anybody, right? Your creative habit, no matter what it is, is your lifeline back to yourself, back to being interesting, back to being cool, back to you thinking, I am cool and interesting and I love my life. Yeah, I know, but it is. Okay, number four, explore different things. Don't limit yourself to traditional art, artistic mediums. Experiment with various forms of expression, anything from absolutely traditional art things, but also writing and languages and music and design and photography or cooking or macrame. This is a time to just try some shit out. Sign up for a poetry class or a succulent basket building class or improv. I don't know. Just get your freak on. Your creative practice is uniquely yours. So explore what resonates with you. And if nothing resonates, just get an adult coloring book or a crochet hook and get to work. Just start, my love. Don't be precious in the beginning. Don't think you're married to this shit. It's just a thing you're trying out. You're just trying things out. Give yourself permission to suck and be silly and to feel awkward and to just do it any ways. Right? Man, when was the last time you did that? Number five. Embrace your mistakes, yo. This goes with what I was just ranting about. <laughs> but perfection is not the goal. Expression is. Embrace mistakes as part of the creative process. They often lead to unexpected discoveries and can be the gateway to your unique artistic style or to discovering something new about yourself or to feeling more inspired or to feeling cool. (laughs) I like to think about this as a connection to your youthful self. So let yourself suck. Let yourself make mistakes. It's good. You're doing it right. Yay to sucking and learning and not knowing what the hell is going on. Right? That's how we spent our entire youth. Just totally confused, flailing, making endless mistakes. And then at some point, we decided, oh my gosh, I need to be serious and hold everything together all the time and never make a mistake because people will think I'm a disaster. Be the disaster on purpose in focused areas, all right? It'll make all the rest of it more fun or less pressure or whatever. I've been experimenting with... A doodle a day, and it's been hilariously humbling to see how shite I am at drawing. But it's absolutely fine. I sit with my kids and show them that it is actually fine to suck at it. I feel like it's given my son permission in a weird way to embrace his own style, which is amazing to see because he's at that age, as mentioned, that kids and teachers start to try and tell you Your art needs to be realistic or look a certain way for it to be impressive or good, which is complete garbage. Anyway, (laughs) I would suggest to plan ahead of time to suck. That's what I say about everything. Just plan to suck at it. Plan to fail. Know that it's going to be weird. Know that it's going to be uncomfortable. And that will help you, will help remove all that pressure and just let you be weird. Go get it. Number six. Inspiration can be found anywhere. Visit museums, explore nature, read books, or engage with other creative individuals. Recently, I started following way more artists in so that my feed is constantly populated with different styles of art, different expressions of art, different types of mediums. Surround yourself with Stimuli that sparks your imagination and encourages your own creative expression, right? This in itself is a damn good time. This is fun. Adults having fun. Yay! Getting to see other people's expression or other people's work is like observing joy is observing emotions, observing someone processing their feelings, observing someone celebrating a moment in time. Oh, it's so... Number seven, reflect and celebrate the progress regularly reflect on your creative journey and take note of how you've grown, the skills you've developed, the progress you've made, and the joy you've experienced or the discomfort that you've experienced or the weirdness or the challenges or whatever. Celebrate them. Celebrate your progress no matter how small. Every step is a goddamn victory. If you've been here a minute, you'll know that this is actually what will help you succeed at your goals and actually keep you motivated. <laughs> Not beating the crap out of yourself because you missed a session or you sucked or you haven't gotten good yet. All of that will make your motivation drain out of you like you've pulled the plug in your tub, all right? You need to celebrate yourself and your efforts if you want to keep them uh, keep the dream alive. This applies to all of your goals, so make sure when you set yourself up on your creative journey, you're not immediately thinking about it becoming a side hustle that will make you quick million on the side, right? No, this is not about that. It's about fun. It's about weirdness. It's about discomfort. It's about expanding as a human and growing into a different part of yourself so that you feel more balanced and fulfilled and happy and settled and peaceful and joyful. All right. Number eight. We're almost done. You're doing great. Just hang with me here. Number eight. Number eight. Connect with the creative community. For some of you, building a creative practice is more enjoyable when shared. So connect with like-minded individuals either online or in your local community, whatever gets you going Joining a creative group can absolutely provide support and encouragement and the opportunity to learn from others and be involved in something and feel connected and all of the good things. So good. Also, if that's not your jam, find a podcast or YouTubers that support and normalize this new creative play or... You know, fill your feed up with all sorts of different creative expressions on your social media or start a Pinterest account and get into the Pinterest joy black hole of all the <laughs> endless ideas. So dangerous and fun. Or, you know, tag me on social media at Gwen Johnson Official and I will celebrate with you. I love it. It's so good. Right? Number nine, make it a ritual. Somehow, we want to make your creative practice into a ritual. Whether it's a morning routine, a weekend tradition, or a nightly ritual, incorporating creativity into your life in a structured way helps make it a constant and enjoyable part of your routine, right? It'll become part of your identity. You might be shocked to hear this, but at some point, it will become something you look forward to as long as you follow the recipe suggested above and don't make it a chore or don't make yourself do something you hate or don't try and immediately monetize it, right? This is why it's very important to pick something you're interested in or have always wanted to try or wish you were good at but sucked at or used to love when you were a kid. Go back and explore your photos from when you were a child or remember what you loved to do when you were eight or whatever. Give yourself permission to tap back into that youthful energy. Because listen, the spillover of that youthful energy is very real. And the last, but not the least, number 10 Be patient and enjoy the process. All right? Remember, building a creative practice is a weird-ass journey, not a destination. Be patient with yourself, enjoy the process, and relish the moments of self-discovery along the way. This is just for you. It's for nobody else. So savor every step. Create a connection to it as though it is a beautiful expression of self-care and self-love and a celebration of you as a human and an individual. And yeah, I do not mean that it has to be some beautiful masterpiece. Stick people all the way is awesome. Because do you have anything like that in your life right now? Anything that feels exciting and weird and unusual and fun and awkward or is life lived for everyone else and the only thing that's yours is a glass of wine or four and a box of cookies with a late night of social media scrolling right because while that does provide momentary dopamine there is no denying that it does That shit will not last longer than a half an hour, and then you'll be right back to square one, but actually below it because you'll feel like shit. We need to train our brain for prolonged dopamine, and starting some silly, awkward project is a fantastic way to start. Having creative practice will increase your joy, relaxation, personal growth, self-discovery, and fun you will start to feel more whole and fulfilled. And that, my love, is a damn good time. That is when shit starts getting good. And this is a recipe for reconnecting to that zesty, sparkly energy that is available for you no matter how old you are, no matter what is happening in your life. It is absolutely available for you, for me, for your sister, for your aunt, for everybody. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. I know that this is not my usual sort of topics here, but over the last few years, I've just discovered that, or I've started to really realize that this is so important. And more and more, I'm working with women who, you know, often are saying, I just feel like I've lost myself. I feel like I don't even know what brings me happiness anymore. I feel dull. I taught when I use language like zesty sparkle, people are always DMing me like, "Why I want that. What is that? How do you get that? And this is how we start getting that. Now, if you want to learn more about the other things that I think are essential or that I know are essential in kind of coming back to life or reconnecting to that zesty vibrance, feel free to reach me. There's a link in the show notes to apply for a free consultation to see if coaching is for you or find me on social media at Gwen Johnson official and you can DM me in there and we can just schedule you for a call. It is fun. It is casual. There is no pressure and the potential is huge. The potential is feeling strong and healthy and vibrant and sparkly and excited about your life, which I want for you. All right. Be well, sweet love.